Good evening, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Morby Podcast. It's called the Morby Download. Uh, this is episode number nine. We're here with uh, Alex Hamilton and David Lord from Donis Thorpe FC. He's going to talk about like how the development of the club's going from absolutely nearly nothing and how it's progressed so far and where it's going to do. We're going to talk about the different struggles that clubs tend to, to face and the successes that you tend to get and like the diehard around volunteers. If you listen to one of my videos that I talked about. Uh, in the Optimum Performance Cup, you know, volunteers is what helps run clubs and are very important to society, and it's how they generate interest. So, say hello, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, tell us about Donny Thorpe FC and how it started, because it's quite a new club, isn't it? Yeah, it uh, started in 2009. Um, Adam Bash and Adam Coates, was, I mean, it's a big group of friends, but uh, they wanted to start the club up, um, and we had a good group of lads down there, and we decided to you know, really make a crack of it in the Burton League. And uh, it, it grew from there and then we brought players down um, and we've all stuck together. And what's great is some of the lads that were there when we first started are still there now, which for a Sunday League club, you know, it's great to have them. Yeah. Um, and, and, and what is the vision for Donald's Four Pepsi? Where do you see it going? Where do you want to see it? Say, like, we've got five years. Where do you see it being in five years? Um, we... 100% we want um, the correct facilities, uh, to, not just to house our so men's football. So what have you got now? Uh, no, nothing essentially, yeah, community yeah. centre. You know, the Donisort community has been fantastic to us and, and they lend us their community centre and we work through them. But we want a, a football, well, sports facilities um, and, and, you know, and to work from there. Yeah. That's that's the goal, to, to, to have a fully established football club. Uh, in the Donaldson community, it needs that. Not just for men's football, like I said, but for kids, uh, women's, they're both obviously grown sports. Um, I think that's where we need to be looking at eventually. Because you've got two Sunday teams at the moment, don't you? Yes. So what's that next step in development? Where where are you looking for this next coming season to hopefully get up and going? Uh, It's a case of just look at, the biggest thing at the minute is um, growing the club. You know, we've got the two teams, We're we're looking at Saturday teams, we're not we're not jumping in with two feet. We're being realistic about you know the levels we're going to be at. Uh, kids football is something I've been passionate about from when I first came into the club, uh, and same Bash and and, and Lordy and everyone's the same. Uh, but it's, we need them the right facilities to, to host that to, because parents don't want to bring their kids down to a football club or a sports club that doesn't have you know good safe facilities there. They want yeah, to have changing that. facilities. And yeah, absolutely. Time. So. Um, that's that's the big goal for us, and you know to keep working within the community as well. Because yeah. you just got planning permission for clubhouse. Yes. Correct. Yes. Accepted. Well, everything. <laughs> everything it's, never, it's never as green as what you think. There's always grey areas. I know uh, Craig Ball, our new secretary, he's he's always communicating out what's happening. Um, but it's a case of I'm under the impression we have. Um, but I'm, I'm sure there's loopholes in there that. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's nothing, nothing, yeah nothing, nothing's over the line. It, no. Everything's within works, but it's just mm-hmm. you've got that many people that need to. So many different organisations and parties and committees that that everything needs to go through. So it's it's underway. Yeah, but it is it is a struggle, and it, it's not going to be a quick. It's not going to be a quick quick fix. It. You know, next season, I think, not even not the coming season, the season after, you're probably looking at 
Okay, it, so it might even be then. It is just literally just a long wait at the minute. So, so on on the field, what's happening with the first team or the reserves? Where are they playing or what divisions are in? Have they got promoted, relegated, or? Um, well, the Burton have, Burton have changed their league structure now, so they've they've cut a league out basically because you know you when you've got seven, six, whatever it was in the Prem, yeah. and they're not playing for months and months at a time. It was mm-hmm. it was ridiculous and. Division Division Four had you know twelve thirteen teams so they've cut a league out. Uh, Donisor uh, first team will be in Division Two and yeah, Division Three yeah which and and the leagues in my eyes for a long time first in a long time look actually quite right how they are yeah about fifteen twenty teams in a uh, I'm, I've counted thirteen fourteen yeah I think yeah. about thirteen fourteen which um, is this year. Because the same football teams are a bit of a dying breed now, you know, like the Sunday leagues and stuff. It's not as popular as it used to be. Uh, in some people, it's like a downturn in pubs. Because mm. like, literally every pub used to have a football team, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, um, well, we, that's something we never really, when we support, you know, there's, there's pubs in, in Donisol that we're, we always try and support yeah. and get involved. Uh, we never started as a, a pub team. Yeah. We were, we, when we started as Donisol Football Club, you know, and that's we've gone from then, and and that's how we want to be seen as a football club, not a, a, a pub team. Yeah, it's more so. Nothing against the pub teams, but uh, we're not a pub team. Yeah, we're going to be a football club. We're going to grow as a football club, and then incorporate um, when the facilities are there, and they will be there because the people that've got behind us at the minute. They're putting things in the right yeah, directions and trying yeah, to get absolutely. Um, and then other sports as well. That's. So we're not going to close our doors. A lot, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll never name names, but a lot of sports clubs, rightly so, they close their doors to protect them, protect their uh, facilities. It's isn't it? Yes, but we ideally, I'd like to see us open our doors and have yeah. as much involvement in the community as, as possible. Yeah. Like, like you know, Lordy said, women's women's football is growing massively. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. That's something that's on on uh, Adam Bash's radar to to have a, a women's team in Donisov. Yeah. It's not going to happen overnight. No, and this is where you've got to start from the kids, isn't it? Because the kids will yeah. go on year on year, and if you can get it from the grassroots, like from the bottom, if they stay with the club till like they're under 16s, under 18s, then they should feed into your adult team that sort of generates the popularity. Then, doesn't yeah, it? and that that's a that's probably a slight issue with our team. A lot of us are sort of getting towards the wrong side of 30 at the minute. It's nice, yeah. isn't it? So, it's like, yeah, you old timers, you yeah. don't think about packing it in. Yeah, so so ideally it would be nice to, as we're saying with the kids' teams, and to just build it up and get get a bit of a pipeline going to keep the club going. Yeah. We need to start from the bottom, from the kids, from the youth teams. Um, it always has been traditionally, oh, I'll bring my mate down. Yeah. I know somebody, they know somebody. Whereas I think for us, we'd like to get it to be more of, more of it a stream of players and you know like like you said people starting at a younger age and sticking with the club and, and sticking through and sort of keeping the generations and you know obviously all the villages around Donisthorpe area yeah. always growing there's a lot of houses so you've obviously got new people coming in so you need that that fresh our, res- our reserve team what, what's been good is um, the, I mean the first the first two seasons have been really difficult but our reserve team I bought in some you know early 20 like yeah, the year olds, um, and some of them it's their first time in football, um, and you can see the progression. What's good is you know when you're playing, you don't really see it. you just play, turn up and play, and that's yeah. it. But when you when you're on the sidelines, you can see that the progression it has. So 
some of our reserve players that yeah. really, really knuckle down and worked hard, no matter what level it's at, whether it's Sunday league, Saturday league, doesn't matter to them, they're there to grab. And you look at them and they're coming into the first team and some of the teams in Division 2 last season, well, they were good sides yeah. and, and competing against good players. And that's, that, that's great to see. So imagine having you know the kids' teams and the, the under-18, 17s that we played in, um, seeing that, you can, you can imagine the progression. Yeah. It's, it, it's there for us, for the taking. It's just a case of working with the community to get there. But it is, isn't it? And then moving forward with that. Uh, so how, how what's happening right now to develop for pre-season? Because um, the football season's just finished. World Cup's on. Yeah, so <laughs> we're, we've had a bit of a longer break. We, we tend to start um, pre-season just to give us a bit of a run uh, towards the middle end of June. So we don't have that, but the season ran on for so long because of the, the snow. We're gonna um, we're gonna come back mid July, but then you've got holiday, everyone's on holiday, and then so and we're gonna have less games this season, this pre-season. So yeah. we're gonna spend a lot of time um, at Ramscliffe. There's gonna be a, a lot of promotion of, of what we're trying to do down there. So there'll be. Uh, there's a couple of, of, of fates down there that we're going to get involved in. Um, we're looking at a, a bit of a, not, it's not a charity match, but um, some of the old lads that when they first started down at Donisort to now, we're going to have a bit of a, a mix and get some of them old faces down there and really celebrate, you know. The development. Yeah, and how far, we've, we've kept this club going for such a long time now, yeah. considering you see a lot of teams folding that and, this, and um, Adam Bash has kept this going for so long and it has been hard for everyone. So we're going to celebrate in that, and, and obviously Ben Sheriff's coming now as one of our sponsors. Yeah. So celebrate the support of the community. Yeah, exactly. it's massive for us. So we're dead appreciative of every, anyone that gets involved, like yourself, yeah. uh, Ben, anyone um, that supports us. We, you know, we try and celebrate it and, and help each other out. And it is about showing appreciation for the people that do invest in time as well. I mean, it's not like that. It's not just the external people, it's the people inside the club, like the volunteers, the club, the coaches, the secretaries and stuff like that, because actually running a club, nobody actually sees it, do they? just think, oh, turn up, sell the club, it'd be dead easy and we'll play a game on a Sunday. It's hard. Like, like you were, you were just whinging that you missed it, whinging that you, because you're doing stuff on a Friday, Saturday night, getting yeah. taxes and... Yeah, but I think um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all the lads have it, so like, um, you know, our secretary, everyone, they... It's, you, you're coming away from your families, like, you know, I've, 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 as many people in Sunday League football, Saturday League, got their families, so balancing that time is really hard. And when you're doing it for, for nothing, because you love, I, you know, I'm, I'm down at Donisort because I love Donisort and yeah. I, love, I love football. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoy it. And, and you know, when we're getting, we're getting beat 5 0, and you're all ready for killing each other. Yeah. When we leave that changing room, it's, it's done with, that game's done with, we move on to the next one. And, yeah. and that's, that's, that's always been our philosophy down at Donisop is right, stick together, let's go on to the next game. Yeah. And especially when you start, if, you, if you're there from a lot of the beginning, because obviously you started playing uh, both of you, didn't you? You're still playing, David. Yeah. Yeah, yeah still playing. Still playing yeah. So it, it, there is something passionate about the grind, isn't it? Yeah, you know, absolutely. you're right at the bottom. So, like, when I used to play FIFA, obviously I'm getting older a bit now, I don't play a few games as much, but I always pick the worst team. Like, I've always got to start at the bottom. Yeah. I can I can never do Manu or a Chelsea. Or I have to start at the bottom and work my way up because I love that grind process. Yeah, I'm already in the grind. I don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, do, I do it on a Wednesday and a Sunday, and, and that's enough for me. When it's FIFA, I'm Barcelona, and I. And you've got to walk someone. 
So I think you, you touched on something earlier, and um, I think that's um, you said you know you started out with probably two people, you know the two Adams. Yeah. But I think in the last last six months, I think that's what's really kick-started all of this for us is that um, there's a lot of people took on different responsibilities. So mm-hmm. we've sort of gone from two people to seven, eight, nine, ten people now have got little little jobs, and I think that's that's making it easier. That's and that's making things happen. I think. Um, yeah, and and and. and- that's nothing against the, the two Adams. You, you just cannot do it with only two people. No, all the players, when they come down to Honest Open and, and uh, they appreciate the work that both Coatsy and Bash have done uh, on and off the pitch. Uh, Coatsy, he's, he's done absolutely brilliant stuff yeah, for yeah. us. And, and, later, and what they've done is they, they, they've built and established a foundation for, for myself Lordy Craig Ball to work from. So there's your foundation, boys. This is it. Now go and, and make it bigger for us. And uh, Borley coming in as secretary, it, it, I love Borley to bits. Yeah. But he's, he's like having a boss. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> but he sends me deadline. So I, I got a text from him last need. night saying, right, you need to call this number, this and this, make sure it's done. And if it's not done, yeah. he's like, why have you not done it? So I'm, I'm I, you know, he put me on a work performance review. I'm like, <laughs> is it, honestly, but you need that. Yeah, you do. To have that. To have him there, and he, he's, he's militant on make sure it's done. And then if he sends me an email, you're not required to write. And I'm like, I've got a boss at work. I've got another one at work. <laughs> but he, he's the thing got is, sent for me. Sports clubs are businesses. No matter yeah. what, you can say in the social and just get together. But you still got to manage money. And you still got to get people together. And you got to make sure they're performing right or stuff's on, or the books are balancing up. So technically, it is a business. And that's why you do need someone with that strict sort of. This is gonna be done. This is gonna be done. This is gonna be done. Other things, it just goes on and on and on. But it falls apart. We've seen the, the difference it's made in the past. To have, I mean, like I said, I touched on it earlier. The Borley uh, came in and, and took us in a direction that, that you know, uh, is changed everything. So he came in and shook things up as a secretary. Um, and Bash, and because it's Bash, he's a chairman. It's his club. And what I love about him is he will stand back. He doesn't. Though at times you want him to step in, he will stand back and say. Right. See if it works. If it works, it does. It doesn't learn from your mistake. It doesn't. It doesn't interfere. I mean, uh, last season when we were struggling, he came in and gave me some advice, um, and then I didn't see him again. There, he's and then yeah. we'll joke around with you, but he's there when you need him, isn't he? Yeah, he, and he knows when to step in. Yeah. Um, as much as we we give each other stick, uh, him and Morley are complete opposites, and, yeah, and yeah. they'll do quite well together. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but ball is certainly taking us in a completely different direction, and there's a lot of structure there now. And there's a, you know, you listen to different opinions on the board. So, um, Lordy coming in and, and taking over social media, and the impact it had immediately was massive. Uh, and, and and getting in touch with different sponsorships as such, and really making movement on it. So, um, that's 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 been brilliant, hasn't it? Yeah, and that's the thing is with, with clubs and stuff like that. It is raising awareness because. Obviously, if, you, if nobody knows about the club and you don't do anything, you don't do any awareness, you don't get new players because yeah. nobody ever knows the club's there. Uh, you don't get any interest in businesses or anything like that because it's not really doing anything. I mean, it's like like Ben Sheriff that's sponsored you now for the kit and mm. like you've already mentioned, you know, you're showing that appreciation. Yeah. appreciation yeah, and we, then more so companies will get involved because you show appreciation and you're spreading the word of them because that is the ROI on what businesses want to see really. If you're sponsoring a club, it's either got to be a family relative 
that you're doing it for like a charity yeah. or anything like that. Or you want to see some return. It's like, well, actually, when you when we do this, you'll we'll take pictures of the games and stuff, and your shirt will be mon- sponsored and stuff like that. So it'll be mentioned. Oh, the, um, Lordy, the, you, you, I have no doubt that um, the kits will, like Ben's name will be mm-hmm. on there most weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and thank you, people that do come down and do help out or do um, sponsor us or sponsor us for water, just the littlest things, yeah. water bottles or footballs. Uh, you can imagine yeah. Sunday League, not all the balls stay on the pitch. Oh, no, they don't. And a lot of them end up popped up lost, especially down Radcliffe. In a field, yeah. yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they, are the vital, they are the vital kits, um, bits of kit that um, you know we do need do need help with. If we're, if we're going to go in this direction of changing rooms, changing facilities, clubhouses, whatever, we, we really need people to just help us out, even with the most basic things as water bottles and, and bowls, you know, just take that, you know, help us take that, that ball away, help us get that, that in order, get that sorted, and then yeah. we can then concentrate on the bigger things, but it is all small steps that we need help with at the minute. We, so. we had it with, uh, there's a lady down at, at Ramsbury, and, and she's been fantastic, and she had a good relationship with our, the old reserves manager, Jeff Cook, and they built a great relationship with between Donnysaw Football Club and the community. I've got to thank Jeff Cook for that because uh, our relationship with the Donnysaw community and Ramscliffe, I mean, they come on, they come out on a Sunday morning, which you, you rarely see from, and they come out and they Absolutely. watch our games and they support yeah. us, and you can see them get straight when we're not when we're not winning. And, uh, uh, and that's like, all you're fighting it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, were, we were playing at Ramscliffe at the time, but um, <laughs> essentially, yeah. And, but, so that relationship's there, and, and, um, and what, what Jeff did is he laid a foundation saying get involved with community, speak to them, uh, treat them as people, and, and uh, see the results. Yeah. It's, it's working. Yeah, it does work, but it takes time, doesn't it? Yeah, it's took two seasons for it to. Yeah, I mean, this is what people don't understand. Whether you're doing businesses or sports clubs, you've got to have so much patience because. Unless you're looking long term, if you keep looking at short term, you don't really achieve much because actually you're thinking quite big for a short term goal when really you've got to look at five years, ten years or something like that. This is where I aim to be. So in two years time, I want a Saturday team and that is it. You know, that's what it is. It doesn't matter where it is, just so long as it's in a league system. Uh, and, you know, you bring in coaches or different specialties and say, right, I've, we've looked at this or we've gone and done this or we've done this workshop to improve the first team, so we're going to try it and see if it worked. So, uh, yeah, because, you know, you've all played for different clubs and stuff and been under different managers, so you just pick in from different places, really. Yeah, yeah I, so we need what we need to do is um, uh, use people like yourself. So we're not pre-season. We, we tend to... Some of us have some football knowledge and have done uh, drills when we've been younger and yeah. said, oh, that's a good drill. I, I like that. And then what we do is adopt that when we've, you know, some of the lads, the first team lads have done their own drills. But what I'd like to see us, and, I, and I've seen it, other teams do it, is get, you know, people to come in and volunteer and come down and, and then you promote them on, on yeah. social media. And I think that's a fantastic avenue to go yeah, down. Yeah. Because not only... They're, you know, they're, they're getting experience and exposure and the lads are learning something new. Yeah. Um, the worst thing I hate about pre-season is when the manager makes you run for miles. Moment, just running. Almost, just running, just running. I can, I can tell you now, every dinosaur <laughs> player that's listening to this is thinking of the wheel and that they are all called... Is that where you go in, out, in... No, no, no. Uh, the, the, you... this, you've, got, you've got the wheel at the top of Ramscliffe of the pitch and uh, the lads will do our different drills uh, and then... In pre-season, 
Um, and it's just want to put this out there that's Adam Bash that, that started this. <laughs> it wasn't me, but we've something we've kept. And uh, anything wrong, you do anything wrong, you, you uh, the miss pass, you hit the wheel and back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's the lookout's not that far, but when you've done it six, seven, eight times. We should look up as much as you. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. think you'd learn after a bit? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that some of the lads wanted to throw a few right hands last season, they ran it that much. But, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, that's when we were playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'll never forget uh, Dave Weir really pushing yeah. us and making us run up around Snareston oh, yeah. for about four miles. I'm thinking, oh, that's just kids' football. Why are you making me do this? thing is, in football, there's no point where you run for 90 minutes. No. So really, you should be working on your recovery heart rate and trying to say sprint, stop, sprint, stop, sprint, stop. Because yeah. that's yeah. what you do in football. It's sprint, stopping all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I mean, a lot of the old films that you see, you know, like Coach Carter and stuff like that, where they just do every line and back, and it's, yeah. it is that mentality. If you can run longer than the other team, you'll probably win. I, I always say to the lads. That's 20 minutes, that's it. But the, the fitness is uh, what kind of did us this season at times. We, we'd come up against, you know, good uh, good sides, Sunday League or not, they, they were good footballing sides, mm-hmm. and we would compete with them for 70, 70 80 minutes. And you can just see us at times just run out that, that little bit of steam and you think, well, if you run that wheel four more times, yeah, yeah. we might have just got through this game. But um, it's, it's the way it goes. But fitness, when, 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 you know, years ago when we played, it, you, you ran and ran and ran it. And if you couldn't run anymore, they made you run more. Uh, but football's changed now. It's, it's te- football's so technical now. Yeah. I mean, um, like, when I've done football training for, for teams in the past, you know, it's so much on agility and reaction times and how big your range of motion is and how quick you can do like a 10-yard dash. And, you know, you start getting out. It's great when you start pre-season because, like, uh, one of the coaches that I used to coach with, which was Tony Evans, and it's like, you set out all these cones and get the hurdles out, get the yeah. poles out, yeah. and you're doing this, this, and this. And then he, he still has a mentality of running your ragged. <laughs> so, I think the best coaches do, I, I, you know, Donnie sort of won the uh, league um, division four, and we that was it was a tough league at the time. I can remember playing in it, and, and some of the teams that some of the players that played in that league at the time, you just thought you should be playing division four and Burton, you should be higher up. And well, we, in that league, people just want to play with the mates, don't they? Yeah, yeah so well, that, that was well, that's why I was there. Yeah. I just want to play with mates, but you know, I'm, I've, I've got Borley or uh, Atto in my ear saying, you know, give me some real. Uh, advice on picking up a man and, and make sure I'm tracking him and yeah, yeah, too many yeah. yards off and I'm thinking it's just division four but that that discipline the level of fitness that Bash put us through that, that season you know we, we, we lost the semi-final of the cup and then we went on to win what the the winning streak that Donnie Sop has never had before and then to win the league on the on the last game of the season yeah. was that was down to pure hard work and fitness that was it there's no luck behind it the lads on, at training grafted but to get that commitment from some of the players year in, year out, is so hard. Yeah. You, you just not... I mean, even, even Saturday, you know, you used to spend all day out on a Saturday, uh, whether you could be travelling anywhere to Liverpool and back and, and stuff like that in a day, mm. uh, and then train on Tuesday and Thursday night, 7 till 9. It's like, it takes a point a week. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you work evenings as well, you see, then you're never in at all. Uh, so it is a lot of commitment to, to play and stuff like that, especially when you start getting families and, and stuff. Oh, it's it's a bit everything. More. Yeah, but at least when you manage it, you can just sort of take a vaccine and just do it for your phone, can't you? So. 
Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I was I was very much I, I was when I first came down, I was quite uh, naive as the word, and I was very loud. And it was Borley that said to me, uh, "You need a tactics board." I was thinking, oh I, yeah. I, I did not. Have that. you got a whiteboard with a picture? And you start moving the. Yeah, 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 yeah look, this, this is you, and you need to run here when this ball's played over there. Well, it doesn't work though when you've got players standing over your shoulder having a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> and you just think, if you just listen to what what's being said, you know, we're not going to lose this game. And um, But yeah, so I'm a big fan of the tactics ball yeah. now. I, I do like it, but pulling it out on a Sunday league, I got pulled up because of the other teams. Yeah. yeah. I, I can remember we played, I, it was my soft school uh, that I used to run at Hood Park Life Centre and we played uh, Gresley, uh, their under eights, and we beat them like 37 nil or something like that. But like, I, at the beginning of the game, I come out with this clipboard and I got all these magnets and doing it to a bunch of five and six year olds saying, oh, you need to play here, you need to play here. But you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, if you, you start... Well, if you go up to um, uh, up, up to St George's and you see some of the team, not, I'm, I'm not on about the England team. I'm on about you know the just semi pros. Yeah, the level of coaching some yeah. of them teams have, and and then some of the knowledge some of them coaches have. I've sat back and I've just been in awe of them, mm-hmm. and I've met some good coaches, um, some people that know a lot about football, and I, I, I love to learn stuff. So they'll give me some advice, and they'll, they'll you know try this and look at this, you know these drills and that drill. And this player's like this, and you, I'm, I'm, I'll take stuff on board. When I was at St George's and I was watching some sessions up there, it was fantastic. Yeah. But uh, to the point where, when we were kids, yeah, that that opportunity to go to St George's wasn't there. It was no, a case exactly. of, you know, I, I played when some of the some of the players I played with at, at Neverseal, and yeah. we used to, we used to lose every week. But some of them players, I used to think, you you could really you know go semi pro if you wanted, or yeah. if, there's a possible chance. You could have a career out of this, but that opportunity never came. What what I've been really pushing for, and I'm really loud about now, is you know, there's more creating that opportunity for kids now to yeah. have that. So, you know, sort of football club and sports or whatever. There's St George's Park is on our doorstep. Yeah, you know, these kids deserve that opportunity to at least have a go at it because you look at some of the pro footballers now they, and how it works I've, I've seen some of the kids their, their dads drive for miles and miles and that's how it was when we were kids and he was open Derby County or Leicester Scout Senior or something it was never going to happen my dad took me to Stoke on a Tuesday and Thursday night to make training and bail and stuff like that and it's like yeah, it's, it's a lot of commitment from parents isn't it to travel that far I mean Derby and Leicester have got academies everywhere now haven't they like there's one at Newbridge in Colville yeah. and stuff like that because they're just trying to get the best players and then they go off for, I know I went to one at Rep, Derby County at Repton and then you get selected yeah you get selected and then you go for trials before the summer uh, to see if you're good enough to be in the team and stuff like that so you do tend to get around that but I think football so you've got to there's too many parents trying to live through the kids yeah yeah and it puts too much pressure on the kids and it's like, I mean we saw it when we used to coach little kids and stuff like that and you think yeah you're fucking way too pressure they just want to kick them out <laughs> Coaching and referee inside, I've, I've done both of those. Yeah. I've sort of coached, ref, played, and definitely, definitely I've seen that. I've, I've seen 10, 10, 11 year olds just getting shouted at, and as a referee, you get it as well. Yeah, yeah. From the parents, and it's, 
You know, it's just like the kid. The kid's not. You're more interested in the kid. Yeah. yeah. And that's the. I tell you, it was, thing. it was the same for us when I, I played for years when I was under tens, elevens, twelve, and I, it was so. It was so. Um, it was so tough on us as kids. Yeah. Now the managers were, and, and I, I was a bit of a troublemaker anyway, so I didn't pay much attention. <laughs> it, it was only when I met Joey, Dave. Yeah, uh, at Never That was that's when football for me took a massive turning point and, and listen to what your manager said. And, listen, yeah. and it, to be fair, that was a few years too late for me um, with regards to getting into coaching sports. But um, they were, they you know, they, they taught you to enjoy football yeah, yeah. and, and, and um, be respectful as well. So, you know, it, we were always getting to a little scuffle out in, yeah. on the football pitch. Uh, he stayed on the football pitch and, and the last stuck together. Um, that's why I, I learned to, I, yeah. how managers should be and really hone in on, on individual players and, and really push their skills. I mean, a lot more is coming to one to one coaching now. Yeah. And then, so you're picking on individuals and thinking, yeah, you can do this, you can do this. And it is, you know, if, if you ever want to look at any football trainer, I always say look at Ajax with their youth systems really? and stuff like that because they were the ones that really started. And obviously in the 90s, they were one of the big teams, weren't they? Mm. Uh, and their youth setup, they, their sort of belief is a bit, you know, if you've got someone natural agility mm. or ability, you know, sprinting or anything like, coach anybody football. And that was their opinion. If you get someone that's really fast running, we coach in football. Spain's, my cousin lived out in Spain, he lived in Malibu, and he, um, he, he said that the, the football system out there is so different. And, when, and I thought, well, it can't be that different, but Spain are doing really well and mm. whatever. And uh, he says, what they do is, if, if you can kick a ball or you can show some sort of interest in sports, you're in the academy. Yeah. So, you know, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And what they do then is you've got all these kids, there's loads of kids around that can kind of play football. And then they're given that opportunity. And, and then what they do, they filter out, filter out. Mm. And then eventually you, you, yeah. you find in your superstars or your, your top players. Yeah. Imagine we're that, in England, we're so much amateur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's not that. I'd like. To see, I'd, I'd love to see that. And they play. The thing is, what you notice in other countries, they tend to play futsal a lot more now, rather than actual mm. football. So it's more about the skills and keeping the ball and, and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, obviously, football's changing. You know, we were under tenth and we played on eleven side pitch with proper goals. Yeah, we're size five. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit different from when we get now. The, the, what is it? The under eights play five aside or something, six aside, and a yeah. size three ball, which can welly for miles and, and stuff like that. So, uh, so if you've got a message to send out, like to the community or people that are out there, what what is the thing? You know, the couple of things that you want to mention to them and stuff like that. Uh, mine would be um, to you know look in, look into the honest football club because. Um, we're, we're trying to obviously we've got our two teams and we are going to continue to grow you know, whether support's there or not we'll always keep pushing and working with our community but we, we're, we're becoming big on um, getting all the right facilities down at Ramscliffe um, getting the right people down and opportunities for kids uh, young adults youth teams as much as we possibly can um, to give, give people opportunity give people a chance to get involved, the community is growing and growing and growing. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, it's needed. It's not a case of we want. It's needed down there. No, but not just like I said, not just for football, for all sports. But it's um, got the ground, doesn't it? Yeah, this, yeah it's, it's, it's nice ground. People have been in touch with us already, uh, and and we'll, we'll open our door to anyone, listen to anyone. Um, but the, f- the facilities down there, uh, once once they're there, we can open our doors and and really start to grow and. 
Yeah, yeah. Get the, you know, get the perimeter, or get the get the boards up, and um, share it with the community. That's the biggest thing for me is yeah. you know share it with the community because it's not just it's it's our football club, but it's you know it's it'd be there for everyone to be involved. It's Donny Yeah, yeah. That's the big thing for what you know. And Adam Bash is the same, and, and Ball is has the same vision. And I think Lord is not too far from me. Yeah. What about you, Lordy? My message would just be that you have got a club in Donny <laughs> don't know how I don't know how, how much that's known. So yeah. um, just 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 look into the club. If you're interested in playing, get in touch. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, they're both so what, what, at Donny FC. Yeah. Okay. So there we've got both of the pages. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in either playing for us or helping us out with with any of our projects, so sponsorship, um, any help with the construction or anything like that, just please just get in touch and um, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. And one of the things I know is nobody has a badge like this no more. <laughs> nobody has a badge. If you need to look at something, go and look at their football badge because you don't really see that level of detail no more. And obviously it's a mining village as well and still try to keep the heritage within the badge and within the club. Uh, so yeah, definitely have a look at that. Uh, and obviously you can look in onto that into their club and their Twitter handle and their Facebook. Uh, and if you want to get involved, get involved. Just send them a tweet, send them a text or anything like that. Uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. So that's another episode of the Morby Download. Uh, I'd like to think, thank uh, Alex and Dave coming down, having a chat. Uh, they're going to give us a six-month update in mid-season, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Better fall now. The, the pressure's on. If he's still in a job, if he's still in a job, if he's still in a job, just keep your management job. <laughs> well, I've asked Bash to sack me numerous times, and he won't do it. You know, so we'll see. But I said once, I, once we won a cup or a league, I'll, I'll quit then, and that's never going to happen with me here. So. <laughs> yeah. And remember, you know, you, you've got to get involved with these clubs because everybody's a volunteer that does it. Nobody gets paid. Uh, and if we want to keep developing the opportunities, like Alex was saying, with youngsters, then you've got to have the adult teams in place, really, to try and have the feeders through so we can lead them on to a healthy lifestyle. Uh, hopefully, you yeah, will have a good night. Keep sending out a positive vibe. Give us any comments or tweets, whichever you want. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and have a great night. See you later, guys.